Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider free podcast, a service, of course, of Julie Williams' free VoiceOver Insider. For industry news, tips, and information, be sure to subscribe at www.voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Paul O'Connor, here to introduce our host, Julie Williams. What's coming up on the podcast today? Well, Paul, this time of year, a lot of people are thinking about organization. They're strategizing for the year and how to make money in voiceover. And our guest today is Celia Siegel, who is the chief voice officer of Celia Siegel Management, known for creating strong personal brands for voice talent and marketing those brands to the max in a way that's authentic to each voiceover actor. In fact, she did my branding, which is easier said and done. And you can see that on my website, juliewilliamsvo.com. Celia, also, this is exciting. She's got a new book coming out called Voiceover Achiever, How to Cultivate Bravado, Swagger, and Confidence Through Personal Branding. It's almost ready. So um, I'll definitely send you a copy right away. Well, you know, I want to welcome you to the program. I'm really excited to have you because I, I'll, I'll tell you, I have consulted with Celia on not just branding, but we had a whole consulting package, you know, with, with yeah. marketing and branding. And, you know, I just think you're tops. So oh, thank you. You've got some tips for goal setting, which personally, I know we tend to do it more this time of year, but I believe in planning and strategizing. So I do it annually and then I do it quarterly, then I do it monthly, then I do it weekly. You know what I mean? To, to oh, totally. So we're going to have fun today, Julie, because we can completely geek out on this. <laughs> I think that's part of why I've been so successful is, you know, I have a plan and I work it because otherwise you can uh, lose your focus and start spending your time on non-income producing activities, like constantly being on Facebook with other talent instead of getting with clients. Uh-huh. I think it's good to connect, but we have to have our priorities. Definitely. You know, I know a lot of people that are very, very active on Facebook and people are assuming that they're getting a lot of work, but I happen to know for a fact that they're not. One person said he hadn't had a job in three months. Don't spend too much time on there. Just do it as part of your spare time and to connect with everybody. Anyway, Celia, to make a short story long, you've got some tips for crossing the big goals off your list. And I found them very intriguing because you said no goal is outrageous, even if it's like, I want to make a million dollars. Well, I think that's outrageous. So tell me what you mean. Yeah, well, it's just, I tend to also, I've always had, you know, goal for the day, weekly goal, monthly goal, you know, 30, 60, 90 day plan, year goal, five year goal, my whole life. I don't know where it comes from, but really when I want to get something done, it always goes back to breaking it down. So I know it's a little, um, a bit of a big goal to throw out there that I used as an example in my newsletter. Um, If anybody wants to sign up for that, maybe we can give reference to that at the end. Uh, But I just use no goal is too big. Even if it's making a million dollars, if you break that down into teeny tiny steps. So no matter what it is that you're claiming that you want to do, um, if you do actionable small goals and move towards it every day, you're going to have a heck of a lot better chance to get there. So yeah, that's kind of where that one, one comes from. And, you know, I think before you even do that goal, um, it's a matter of doing a lot of work to figure out what your goals are, Right. you know, which have to do with your career and what you want to accomplish and then backing into that. That's where how, the- many, how many major goals would you recommend somebody have? You know, 
There's no science to it. The number three pops into mind for me as a really strong kind of place to start. It just depends on you and your personality type and what the goal is. So when um, you say three, do you mean like three in your life? I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to make a million dollars. I want to start exercising or something like that. Or do you mean three business goals? You know, I just think three big goals at a time is about as much as you can really get done. It's like you can't do everything at once, but you can do everything in due time. I think it depends on your personality. Some people can only focus on one thing at once, and some people can have three priorities, you know, or, or 10. Like it really just depends on your commitment. So as we break our goals into bite-sized pieces, bite-sized pieces, not pizzas, pieces. <laughs> That's a good warm-up. <laughs> really. How do we determine what's the right size, what's the right chunk to do in what time frame? I mean, do you think that we can get maybe a little over-enthusiastic sometime? Yeah, and that's a really good point. If you read my newsletter, that's what prompted it. I was like, what should I write a newsletter about this week? And then I was kind of coming off of a goal-setting frenzy. And I really do spend the entire month of December every year in a really frolicking way <laughs> deciding what I want to accomplish during the next year. So I, I spend time every day doing very extensive goal planning. So I had all these goals and I was like, okay, here's my goals for the year. I am going to accomplish them. And I always do. And I had to boil them down. I had to really get real with myself about what I could accomplish in a year because goal setting can be a distraction. If it's just something on your to-do list and you're not doing it, does it count? Yeah, you can spend all day long planning, but if you don't work the plan, how to work the plan. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so that's how I, I came up with that newsletter. As I always said for myself personally, I got to hone it in here. Mm -hmm. And what I like to do is have a theme for the year. So what is the one thing that you can do that will affect all of your other goals? Ah. You know? And then I put that in my prism of how I look at the day. So my theme for this year is organization. Uh -huh. And Julie, you and I have talked about this in our work together. It's a very powerful thing. So I realized that, you know, my goals for being able to work with and, and help people's careers, the more organized I am, the more systems that I have, the more I look at feedback, the more I'm going to be able to reach people and help them have great voiceover careers. So every day. I look at everything I'm doing and am I being as organized as I can be? You know, um, my theme is for this year, it's based on a quote by Pablo Picasso. I do that which I don't know how to do so that I can learn to do it. Mm -hmm. My goal is professional development. I tend to be afraid of technology sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to learn WordPress and I'm going to learn iMovie and I'm going to do a little bit more video stuff and I've got a whole list of about eight different programs or, you know, services that I'm going to learn to do so I don't ever have to depend on other people because I've had people let me down because I do delegate. The thing is, it's good to delegate. I mean, it's excellent to delegate. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yes. But if you're not capable of doing it yourself, then you're stuck if that person lets you down. So that's what my goal is to, I love it. to be like Pablo Picasso and do that, which I don't know how to do so that I can learn to do it. That's beautiful. Very good. 
And those are all things that I'm sure fit in with your overarching goals. Oh, yeah. What you want to achieve in your voiceover business. You know, one of the things that you said is in your newsletter is choosing yourself is always the first step. Can you explain that? Yeah. So if we don't take care of ourselves in our businesses, then we don't accomplish much. I think the more we choose ourselves and choose to nurture ourselves, and that could be like you're saying, choose to teach yourself, get coaches, um, get the help you need to be the business person you want to be. And you know what I should add to that is, uh, because I said something before that might have been misconstrued. Yeah. Get on the Facebook voiceover talent pages so that you are connected with people since you're alone in your studio all day. Now, I'm not saying that that's not a good thing to do. That will nurture yourself. What I'm saying is if you spend all day doing it, that's not, I always divide it out to what's an income producing activity. Yes. Otherwise, you run your business all day and you don't make income. So yes. that's what one of the things I would put under nurturing. And I just wanted to, uh, sorry for interrupting you. I no, just no, no. clarify that because I, I didn't want people to think that I was saying doing that was useless or that I'm mocking people who do it because it does have its place. And that is right here to nurture you. Absolutely. And, and different people need different amounts of social input to feel great and get behind the mic and tell a great story. So that it definitely is in choosing yourself. And then I have in here, you know, decide to make yourself a goal achiever. Like that's a decision that everybody listening could just make right now. You can say, yep, I'm a goal achiever and I set goals. I, you know, step them out into bite-sized chunks and I get them done. And just having that confidence, I think, is also part of choosing yourself and just choosing to be awesome and to arrive in the big part of your career. And how do you feel about the philosophy that you shouldn't set the goals too high at first? You should make sure when you're starting goal setting to make them definitely achievable. Mm -hmm. Don't get disappointed if you said, all right, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to do this. And then you don't get it done. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you need to know in your heart that it's achievable, you know, so you don't want to set a goal of like, I'm going to make, you know, whatever amount. Um, You need to know yourself and to know what's going on and um, how to achieve that. So definitely if it's achievable, I always tell my clients to have a goal that they are not going to take no for an answer and they're going to achieve that goal no matter what it takes. And then to have a stretch goal that's if you're on fire and you're like, wow, here we go. And I am making this money every month and I'm going to hit my stretch goal. So never limit yourself. I think there's something about fear of success where we do limit and put a ceiling on like, oh yeah, I said I was going to make X dollars a month and then you stop. So I think having a stretch goal is always important as well. I had one year where I had set a goal and uh, I have to remember, because I'm an organizer, goal setter, just like you. I have to remember that goals are fluid. It's okay to change your mind. I mean, one year my goal was to do X number of audiobooks, and a month or two in, I just thought, you know what? I don't really like doing audiobooks. So yeah. I changed it. I felt a little bit like a failure, like I'd failed to get the goals, but I wasn't. I was a person who changed the goal because I didn't want to do that. Absolutely. No, that's smart. And that's just part of it. So it's just sometimes you need to kind of reframe it. Like, wow, that was really great information. And I'm still achieving, but I just changed paths. Absolutely. You You got to change a goal because it's just not working and modify it that way. Or do you pretty much say I'm going to work harder? 
oh no. I mean, if something's not working, it's like, okay, I've got that information. You know, you could be like, well, I've got this great idea. I'm going to activate it into the universe and I'm going to do it. And okay, I've got some feedback. You know, the world gives you feedback about what is working, what isn't working, where you need to bring help in, where you can do it yourself. I look at all of that as pathway to success. We're talking to Celia Siegel of Celia Siegel Management. And in just a minute, we're going to talk about a very, very key component of goal setting and running any business, and that is systems. We'll do that when we come back. We're going to take a very short break and then return to our guest. But Julie, I noticed you have some openings in your private coaching schedule right now. I do, but they don't usually last very long. What exactly do you teach? Well, it depends on the skill level of the student, of course. Um, I start with a few specific scripts that I consider assessment scripts. And there are so many techniques, so many, that I can assess from them. This takes one, two, maybe two sessions. But I do kind of, uh, kind of a full immersion technique where I assess them, and I teach and critique more than 33 different proven voiceover techniques. I, I haven't counted them lately, but it's kind of like throwing a bird out of the nest, you know, make them fly. That's a lot to learn at one time. It does sound overwhelming, but the techniques all build on themselves, so they actually develop the skills faster. And I always encourage them to record every one of our sessions, of course, and part of their homework will be to listen back to our sessions. That's every single week. You've been quoted as saying you're a coach, not just a teacher. What's the difference? A teacher teaches you while you're in the classroom. A coach is far more than that. Think of... um, All right, a a gymnastics coach, right, preparing a child for the Olympics, okay? That coach invests in the student. She guides the student's individual progress, and she directs the students in other things the student needs to do to progress, like get sponsors. Well, that's what I do. Now, here's the million-dollar question. Do your students get work? Oh, yeah. Some of my students have worked for MCI, the Discovery Channel, DIY. Even a lot of my beginners have gotten work far sooner than expected. One lady who started in VO around Thanksgiving 2015, she got a couple of gigs on her own, and then um, she started coaching with me and applying the techniques I taught, and bam, four more jobs in a very short time. And she's had, I think she had 30 jobs in her first year, and she credits my coaching for that. And of course, I'll take the credit. (laughs) Oh, and I got some students with an L.A. agent. Didn't I, Paul? Yes. Yes, you did. And I thank you for that. I also thank you every time I open up one of my residual checks from one of my network or cable voiceover jobs. I can personally attest that Julie's a great coach. And you can get more information at juliewilliamscoaches.com. Yes, or email me at julie at juliewilliamscoaches.com. And do that even if you're not interested in coaching right now, because I've got a lot of free articles and resources I send out to whoever wants them. Okay, let's get back to the podcast for a few final words. We're talking to Celia Siegel of Celia Siegel Management, branding expert and author of the new book that's not even out yet. It'll be out soon. The voiceover achiever, how to cultivate bravado, swagger, and confidence through personal branding. And one of the things Celia is very big on, and so am I, I I couldn't do without my checklists of it, is systems to make sure things flow flawlessly. Tell me what you think of systems. What are systems, first of all? A system, you know, back to my overarching theme for the year of organization, it's anything you can do for your business that automates something that you need to go in and do every day. So it could be your, um, your contact, um, your CRM, you know, of like, who are your clients? How are you going to keep in touch with them? Reminders. So it is all right there. That's a system. 
QuickBooks, PayPal, um, what calendar you're using. Um, I use Calendly, which has been a lifesaver, where if you want to make an appointment with me, I'll send you my Calendly link, and boom, you can get on my calendar instead of like, oh, hey, Julie. Like, Julie and I did this for our webinar time, for this interview time. You know, are you available in the morning? No, actually, I just got booked on a job, and yeah. we went back and forth a bunch of times. But that system with my clients just saves me time so I can be creative. So that is that has me jumping up and down. And um, it's just a little thing that is like a real time saver, which produces joy and great energy. So I can go brand people or, you know, be in meetings or be in coaching meetings and not going back and forth about what time I'm available. For systems, you've mentioned a lot of things like computer programs and services that do it for you. Yes. Okay. What about systems that you do? Like, for example, when I'm creating these podcasts, I just mm -hmm. created today a list of everything to do yes. when I'm going to do a podcast. For example, line up the guest, record the guest, edit the guest, send it to the editor, create the bio, you know, all these other things, you know, all the way down to pay the editor. Yet that's not a program that does it. It's just sort of a checklist for me to go through every time to make sure nothing slips through the cracks. How much of that do you recommend? As much as helps you. So it's about, you know, what are you tolerating that's not working? Or what's that email that you're writing every day? Dear client, thank you so much for the opportunity. Enclosed, you will find my audition. You know, like those kinds of things, even just having template emails, that's a system. So these things that you just need to tweak, don't reinvent the wheel. So anytime you feel yourself reinventing the wheel, make a checklist, make a template. So yes, those are really great and for sure big favorites of mine. Um, and I use them all the time. Checklists for meetings that I hold, um, checklists for, um, you know, webinars and things that I do monthly on certain days. Um, so once those systems are in place, you can go be creative. Get behind you know, one of the things that, that I've always done that I was really good at is creating a great system and then not following it. Uh-huh. What is the key? Do you have to create a system to follow your systems? Yep. That's what I was just thinking when you said that. So, you know, again, just a very simple system of a checklist. And I do at the front of my calendar, I have, you know, I have to remind myself of, of what I'm learning. You know, so right now I'm learning how to use Evernote and Nimble. So I have it at just the top of my schedule every week. I have um, a reminder to go in and put things through that filter to spend the time on doing it. I have on so, mine to do two hours of professional development a day. I haven't been able to take the time to do that. That might've been a little bit too lofty. Maybe I should get down to 30 minutes or one hour professional development because there's so much to learn, but that's just it, that there's so much to learn. Totally. And I'm okay. big on coaching. That's another system, just as far as biting off more than you can chew, is, you know, make a calendar page that is like your ideal calendar and plug in all of your things that you do every day and your commitments. And then you can take a highlighter and here's my free time. And you can be like, oh, whoops, Julie, you do not have, you know, two hours a day. You really only have 45 minutes a day. But when you kind of lay it all out there, you can see that. So you're not biting off more than you can chew. Or maybe I should just not give a time frame because every day is different in voiceover. Wednesday, I've got seven hours straight recording. But Tuesday, I'm going to the dentist in the morning. So I'm not going to be recording anything tomorrow unless an emergency comes in. But I just really hesitate to record after going to the dentist. 
Totally. And that, <laughs> that might not be good for your brand. It <laughs> really wouldn't be the easier said part. <laughs> our goals, should they be approaching our weaknesses or our strengths? Is that, are you looking at my tip number four about do what you're great at? I am. But that's more about delegating. I coach first the foundational and get them up to a good talent by working on the weaknesses. And then we start going towards the strengths, which I call the golden tools. And we find out what's unique about that person. And we develop those because that's what's going to make them soar. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I was thinking a little bit as far as our goal setting goes. Do I work mostly on, you know, this because I haven't been good at it traditionally? Or do I work on this and then persevering with this because I'm really good at that? Um, for me... And, and the way that I coach people is always go for your strengths. Now, I'm in a different position than you are because I'm not an acting teacher. So certainly, as a voiceover talent, none of this makes any sense unless you're awesome. So you've got to work on being an amazing talent. Right. Um, but beyond that, um, I would say in your business activities for your voiceover business, do what you're good at. Do what you have fun at. I, I had a client that I was coaching last week and she was feeling really stuck in like kind of goal setting overload. And I was like, you know what, let's back up here. And I referenced that Marie Kondo book, the joy of, wait, what is that book? Have you read it? No. Oh, it's so good. It's um, Marie Kondo is her name and she's a, an organizing person. Ah. And she has you pick up everything in your world and like this pen, does this pen spark joy? And if it doesn't spark joy, you get rid of it. <laughs> so I said to this talent, I was like, you know, go to that Marie Kondo method and look at everything you need to accomplish in your voiceover day and all of your goals and do that thing that sparks joy. So do the thing that you're really good at and that you really connect with people and you want to do a little bit more and you're having fun. Um, and delegate the rest. Yeah, I don't know what I would do without my audio editor. Sure, I can edit, but she's 25 bucks an hour. I mean, that's a good price for an editor. And if I can make more than 25 bucks an hour, which, duh, then I should pay her rather than spending my hour doing that. Absolutely. So it's a financial decision, but it's also, it's nice to just voice it and send it on to somebody else to get it ready for the client. Absolutely. It takes a lot of stress out of your day. Yeah, we work in the coolest, most creative industry out there. Mm -hmm. So why not just have your days be really awesome and do the things that are why you are in this business in the first place? Auditioning, doing jobs, um, doing the connective marketing that is what you're good at. Um, some people are great face-to-face. -face. They're on fire. They can woo everybody in the room into hiring them. Some people are great on social media. Some people are great writers, great bloggers. You know, pick your strength for sure. We've been talking with Celia Siegel of Celia Siegel Management, um, author of also the brand new book that's coming out called Voiceover Achiever, How to Cultivate Bravado, Swagger, and Confidence Through Personal Branding, which you can learn more about at celiasiegel.com. Celia, before we close, do you have any final comments? Uh, you know, I would just say some of you listening to us might think Julie and I are absolutely nuts and off our rocker, but give it a whirl, you know, just make some goals and uh, separate them into small achievable actions and take a teeny step every day. 
that's just some real nice baseline uh, achievement policy for your voiceover career and, and let us know what you accomplish. So if this has sparked some questions in some of our listeners and they would like to get a little bit of advice from you about their branding particularly, how can they get a hold of you? Because you give free strategy sessions, don't you? I do, and I love to meet you guys. So I do a free 15-minute uh, brand strategy, strategy session, um, which frequently it turns into a goal-setting session. So you can just go onto my website and shoot me an email and I'll send you my Calendly link. <laughs> you can pop on my calendar for 15 minutes. Oh, that sounds like fun. Celia's website is um, Celia Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L.com. So check that out and find out information about the book and also uh, contact her about any uh, coaching or a free session if you'd like to do it. So we've really enjoyed having you, Celia. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, thank you, Julie, for having me. Always a pleasure to connect. And we'll be back with another great guest soon. We're glad you were able to join us today. Feel free to email Julie with any questions at julie at juliewilliamscoaches.com. We'd like to thank our editor, Morning Joy Lynn, who can be reached at morningjoy at voeditor.com. And of course, thank you for listening. Till next time. I'm Paul O'Connor, along with Julie Williams, wishing you prosperity in all you do.